You heard that safe drivers get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap, and now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Welcome Hello back everyone. to the Inside this Line. This is the Formula this One. Is... Kunal, what are you doing? Welcome back to the Hello Inside everyone. Line. This, this is, is the Inside Kunal... Inside Line Formula One podcast. Kunal. Yes. Why are you overlapping me? Haven't I told you? Multi-21, multi-21. <laughs> <laughs> that is only for on track. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the team orders say uh, on the inside line, I open the podcast yes. and Kunal fills it. My name is Rishi Kapoor. Uh, Kunal Shah is here. We've been exchanging tweets and messages and we are really, really excited because media needs controversy and Formula One's second race in 2013 the season has given us one and a huge one. One? We had plenty of these, Rishi. <laughs> this is going to be one gala. Yeah. You know, people should get get themselves a few drinks, could be a few beers and a few <laughs> chips and, you know, then sit in front of their device and listen to us because I'm sure it's going to be a long one. Okay. Long lost friendship. Weber versus Vettel. What is your interpretation of what happened on track? And I want a clear-cut one. Oh my God. Okay. Multi-21 is bullshit, in my view. <laughs> you read <Okay>. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're the man. So, Multi-21 is red bullshit, in my point of view. Uh, it was pretty evident that Vettel wanted to overtake Weber. Okay, yes. it just didn't happen by chance. It, the overtaking maneuvers started as good as three corners back. Correct. Okay, when they crossed the line. Weber's accusations, etc. don't hold true to me somewhere. I mean, my heart goes out to him, but I'm still glad Vettel won. I would have done the same thing if Alonso had crashed and I could have swiped 25 points straight away. I think what Red Bull did wrong was they tried to choreograph this in the wrong way. Yes, I know, I know. Yeah, that's that's a possible valid view. But you know, again, coming back to where you started saying, if you were Weber, you Uh would possibly go back on the radio and ask the team what's happening. Yes. Okay, but let me put it the other way. Maybe Vettel has defied the team orders. Okay, when I say maybe because we are all assuming all this, we don't know what actually happened pre and post the race. Okay, (laughs) slightly concerned for how Red Bull Racing is currently viewed. Okay, (laughs) it suddenly seems as though Vettel is one above everyone including Christian Horner, Adrian Nui and Helmut Marko. Yes. Okay. In which case, it's not good because, you know, when the power shifts from the team to the driver, it's really dangerous. Okay, and I think that is somewhere something that's happened. If you recollect, this is something that happened in Ferrari as well during Mm -hmm. the Todd, Braun and Schumacher era. Correct. Okay, I don't know if it's a repeat of that or I don't know, but... Mark clearly knows that he's the number two. I mean, let's face it, he's been told he's not, but he is the number two. Then why not keep it straightforward and tell him, you're the number two, we want our guy to win. Even if it's the second race of the season... This is the clear-cut notification. Yeah, I mean, that's precisely what Ross Braun and Nico Rosberg exchanged while they were driving. And that entire message from the Mercedes radio was, you know whose daddy Ross Braun is. Yes. You got to <laughs> listen to him. But uh, my friend Kunal over here, he claims that he heard Rosberg say, Remember this one. <laughs> and that means that, and when, that, means that when Rosberg needs the help from Lewis <laughs> and the team, he is going to make a claim for it. 
and, okay. and, and it's, it's really disappointing because Lewis Hamilton himself thinks uh, Rosberg should have overtaken him. You know, I don't believe any of the stuff that happened on the podium. It's all PR talk, <laughs> and I know how it works. Okay, so I I will not I will not fall for any of that. But you know, I must tell you. Rosberg very strongly believes that the team will do the same thing when he is in a similar situation. Lie, lie, pants on fire. <laughs> <laughs> But let's not forget, it was Braun yes. who actually survived and made sure thrived in the Schumacher Barrichello era. So what I mean is the number one, number two driver era. Yes, 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 it is. Let's just uh, take our attention to a team that is not in one, two, or top five as well. Uh, McLaren and uh, Sergio Perez actually did a pit stop. on the penultimate lap now what the hell was happening there was there some testing format possibly they wanted to test the pit stop they wanted to see if they had the race pace he had enough of time behind him so you know just ultimately he ended up having the fastest lap of the race i don't know if that is what they were trying to achieve but mm-hmm. it didn't make any harm to anyone but pirelli is going to give them four extra tires to mclaren because uh, hamilton asked for them <laughs> <laughs> you know i loved it when it happened i still remember my dad and i were watching and i was making some notes and my dad jumped out of his chair and he said oh look look where lewis is gone i said for a fraction of a second also hoping that in the same excitement yes McLaren actually end up servicing his tires as well. <laughs> yes, McLaren drivers were seen laughing at him and you know, home is always home, but uh, but but I'm going to hold you. Yeah. Imagine if McLaren had actually done the pit stop. <laughs> What would the FIA have done? I would love to know that. <laughs> and I don't know who's to be who's to be penalized, Mercedes, Lewis or McLaren in that case. Just penalize all of them. <laughs> but one team that should be penalized and I don't know what kind of an idiot call was that to keep Alonso out on track with a hanging front wing where he could have easily still come back to the race and got some points. Yeah, it was a little surprising to see Alonso do that because you know he's usually the guy who'll say the race is never won on the first corner or the first lap. It's always a long one, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And somewhere, you know, that decision of his, that crash of him, reminded me of the Alonso in the Benetton days, the guy who I really used to hate. <laughs> But I'm guessing, you know, in retrospect, he will realize that he should have just come and pitted mm-hmm. and not waited an extra lap to change tires or possibly hope to change tires. Have you ever seen Harry Potter? No. Do you know about the invisibility cloak? <laughs> Yeah, I've heard of it, but I'd like to know your view. Kimi Raikkonen wore it yesterday. <laughs> where the hell was he? Where Where was our debut winner? I have no idea. You know, I I think the Kimi that we love off track <laughs> was the guy who was actually driving the car. He was. I still don't have any glimpses of him. I think leave the me only Olivia 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 he was actually left alone. Yeah, I think the only only thing I remember is him and Hulkenberg brushing tires one corner. That's it. <laughs> Otherwise, I have no idea what he was doing. Good race for Hulkenberg there. Um, First race for Sauber. Scored points, etc. Makes sense. Fought with the Lotus, so that's kudos. Yes, of course. Uh, uh, one team that would not be very happy about what happened in the pit stops was Caterham. I don't think a lot of teams were happy yesterday. Okay, <laughs> in the race because you had McLaren have a pit stop issue. <laughs> you had Caterham and Toro Rosso. Yes, it was come together in the pits. You had yeah. Williams not scoring points, and your best friend Ka- Crashinaldo crashing, crashing. Thankfully, <laughs> he didn't crash into anyone. He just took some wings off. Okay then we had the issues with Red Bull and Mercedes which was down to team orders so i think the only guy who left uh Sepang happy was Jules Bianchi <laughs> yes, he actually had an event-free race. Nothing to complain of. Uh, he was fighting Valtteri Bottas. He was fighting uh, past Maldonado. He was fighting. He, of course, beat the Caterhams and his teammates. So I think a great start to the season for him. All right then, Massa lost some pace. We didn't any because we have kept you up to date with Formula One and beyond. Because 
Narain and Karun, our Indian mascots for racing, have come up with new deals. Uh, finally, they have announced their driving plans for 2013. So mm. Narain has switched from Formula One to Auto, Auto GP. GP. Okay, which is what Roman Grosjean, again a friend of yours, won in 2010. Before he, <laughs> it was called the Euro Series to 3000. Okay. Uh -huh. And Karun Chandok just a few hours back earlier today announced that he will race in the GT GT World Series uh, starting next weekend as well. Pigral, one final question: sure. Controversy good for Formula One, bad for Formula One? Ah, well, you can't take controversy away from the sport. Okay, <laughs> frankly, it's really good for Formula One from a PR point of view because. You will not believe, but the amount of conversations that have possibly happened mm -hmm. because of those team orders that we saw yesterday mm -hmm. are probably 10, maybe 15 times more than what a usual race would have seen. So it's actually good for the sport. Yes, controversy is good. Racing is better. Imagine if the racing has brought us this in two weeks, what it could do in 18 weekends. And all those 18 weekends will be brought to you by the Inside Line. Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor are going to be at your service in your years. Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with the fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free Breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be Baconating. We got you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required.